friends, we are here. Episode one of putting attention to intention. And today we're talking about something that I'm extremely passionate about and I know will be a game changer in how you show up in your life. And that's the power of setting intention to your day, aka journaling. So I'm hesitant to use the word journaling because it insinuates this drawn out process. And I know right where your head is going. I don't have time, Meg. And two, I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. And what I want to talk to you about today can be done in five minutes. So I was just having this conversation with a dear friend of mine this week. And she says to me, Meg, I love that you're into journaling but I'm not a morning person and I don't have the time. So again, I, and I had said to her, listen, this can be done to f- in five minutes. And aren't you and your dreams worth setting up the alarm five minutes earlier? So think about that as, as we have this dialogue today. So before we get into the, the minutia of what this looked like, I really want to dial it back a second And talk about the fact that, you know, one of the reasons that we end up in this habit wheel of having the car on autopilot going down the same path is because it's what we know and it's routine. And as humans, we have comfort in routine and thinking about any other change is overwhelming. So we find comfort in distraction. Um, you, you know, you get that, you get that gut feeling that just something's off and, and you're not feeling right. And before you know it, you're an hour into Instagram scrolling or you're on YouTube looking up dog videos, right? And 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 that's partially because. We think that change is these huge mountains of change that needs to be done in in one swoop. So I'm going to lose X amount of weight or I want to quit my job or I'm going to make $300,000 when I'm currently making $80,000 or I'm going to end this 15-year relationship you know, we think of these things as just these huge life changes that seem impossible to execute. So we never make the change. And it's just all about the small changes that truly make the change in your life. And today, what we're going to talk about is that first micro step. So let me riddle you this. Go back to this morning. And how did you wake up? Was it after you hit the snooze button 15 times and you groggily, bitchingly got out of bed? Or maybe while you're in bed, you've checked your, you you roll over, the alarm rings, you roll over and you start checking your email and your social feed and you're already pissed off before you get out of bed, right? Because either people are asking things of you or you're looking at what you don't have and then you're running late and you feel in a frantic mode to get where you need to get you and your family 
only to always feel like you're trying to catch up with the clock. And I've been there. Matter of fact, I was there so much that I used to say to my colleagues, listen, if I walk in here before 9.15, I'm technically on time. I was trying to justify it to everyone around me. And I remember frantically driving to work, having the most Jersey road rage, flipping people off, screaming the F-bombs all before 8.30. You know, first of all, how healthy is that? Um, And then second of all, the entire day just always felt chaotic and that it wasn't my own, that I just couldn't catch up. So instead of that scenario, let's flip the switch here. And I want you to think this. When you wake up, you have a clean slate in front of you. Yesterday is behind you and it's a whole new day. And starting your day with a practice that sets you up for success can and will have a huge impact on how you approach your day, which ultimately affects the outcome of your day. And then this becomes a cycle, right? So there's a reason that the super successful have a morning routine and it's, it's real ritualistic in their lifestyle. If you go to Google, so if you can, if you're a place where you can, go to Google right now and type in morning practices of top performers. And it, it's like a tsunami coming at you of practices from everyone, Oprah to Bill Gates, back, back to Benjamin Franklin. So what we're talking about here, y'all, it's not revolutionary stuff, but it's taking the time getting still and being consistent that'll make the change. So I know where your head is right back to that conversation I had with my girlfriend this week. I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. I don't have the time. Well, as I've said before, can you create five minutes for yourself and aren't you and your dreams worth that? So a girlfriend of mine just got me, and I absolutely love it. Um, It's called 3 by 5 Life. Again, 3 by 5 Life. It's it's been a game changer for me. And there are these little, like, index cards. And you put your AM gratitude, your PM wins, and on the other side, you put your tasks. And my tasks are things that I – promises that I made to myself that that we'll get through here. And I had found that – I would put these things in my calendar to do for myself. And then once I got inundated with requests from other people, i.e. clients, my boss, or uh, family, that I would quickly remove the thing that was on it for me because I had control over it. And then I thought to myself, well, wait a second. If I'm going to show up for you, Mr. Client, or you, uh, Mrs. Boss, or you, husband, why, why wouldn't I show up for me? And aren't I worth that? The other nugget I want to give you is that I really want to clarify that throughout this conversation, we keep talking about it being a morning routine and craft this to your lifestyle. If you're someone that does shift work and you go to bed at 7 a.m., 
and you get up at noon, then this is a practice for noon, right? Or you get up at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. This, this doesn't need to be a 5 a.m. ritual, okay? It's, it's making sure that you set the time to clearly think about your day. You get up when the alarm rings and you execute against it. So I want to take you back to how this practice showed up in my life in 2015. And God, that first of all feels like a lifetime ago. And I feel like a different person ago. You know, thank God for that. But this really showed him through desperation. I was gifted by an ex-boyfriend, a Tony Robbins CD kit. Yes, a CD. And it was one of those that was um, like multiple packed. So you could like unroll on, on it. <laughs> and also that same gifting season, I got anti-aging cream from him. So that should really sum up that relationship but I was so desperate for some form of guidance. And I just knew that my life wasn't being maximized. I was in a loveless relationship. Uh, it was like a roommate. I was a workaholic because I didn't want to go home. Uh, I would be there until eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, finding things to do so I wouldn't have to go home. And when I would, I remember pulling into the driveway and thinking to myself, you can do this. I binge drank every chance I got. I barely spoke to my family and friends because I was just so miserable. And the icing on the cake, as if that wasn't enough, is that I was over $30,000 in debt. And may I mention that I, I wasn't even self-aware enough at the time to realize any of this was going on around me. It was just all fine. I was fine. Work was fine. The relationship was fine. So I listened to that Tony Robbins CD like it was the newest summer jam. I put that bad boy on repeat. And it was really realizing through the power of being open myself to hearing his words that we have the power in our, in our lives. You know, um, we hear all of this power about physical fitness and the positive impacts of that, but, but we don't hear enough about mental fitness. And one of the things that Tony has talked about is that the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions and how true that is. If you are feeling emotionally strong and fit and happy and somebody says something to you off color, you're like, eh, whatever. You move right along. But if you're not in a good place yourself and somebody says something to you a little off color, it can ruin your day your week, your month. So I became like a flower in the desert with this Tony Robbins CD, so hungry for water that I turned my car into my library and I soaked up self-improvement any chance I got. Going to the grocery store, self-improvement, uh, you know, any anything, 
(laughs) self-improvement was on as soon as I got in that car. And this had brought me to someone who really gave me the tools to change my life. And her name is Mel Robbins. And she was on the Tom Bayou show, B-I-L-Y-E-U. He has a show called Impact Theory, which is really great. Um, And I'll link it in the show notes here off the website. Um, Or you can just Google it. If you just Google Mel Robbins on the Tom Bayou show, it'll come up. And listening to this woman, this was the first time I heard her, I felt like she was Justin Bieber putting on a concert just for me, a 13-year-old girl. I became hooked. And in this conversation with Tom on this show, she, she talks about where she was in her old life. She's also from Boston. So I love the fact she wasn't shy around drop it, dropping an F-bomb. Really, I'm a sucker for that, Northeasterner myself. But I felt so many similarities to what she was talking about. Drinking too much, check. Spending too much when she knew she didn't have it, check. Like I I would go and buy clothes. I didn't need any, but I wanted just to make a purchase so bad that I would think to myself, well, how am I going to buy groceries this week? But I did it anyway. Um, not wanting to get out of bed in the morning, check. Just feeling like a complete loser, check. And it really caught my attention. So the foundation of her, of, of what she talks about and how she really came on the scene is her concept around the five second role and how it can change your life and really great stuff. But the basic content is that Okay, so you have a desire. Let's just, okay, you're sitting in a work meeting and you have a desire to ask the question. But then you think, nah, I'm going to sound stupid. Or you're thinking to yourself, man, I, I do not love this person. It needs to end. And then you think, no, I can't do that to them. They will be heartbroken. Or you think, God, I really want to call this friend Uh, that we were so close 10 years ago and we lost touch and I miss them. And then you think, nah, they should probably, they should call me. Um, And the whole thought process is that when these thoughts come into your mind, five, four, three, two, one, execute. And just those small little shifts in showing up with these ideas that pop into your head will ultimately make huge changes in your life. So her content is on Amazon. You can buy her book. It's on Audible. That's what I prefer to do. And, and she also has great nuggets on YouTube if you just want to dial in for like five minutes. Um, but, but let me bring, I got a little off track there, but let me bring us back to the journaling component here. So she has a journal. It's called How to Have the Best Day Ever. And you don't have to buy it. Buy it. You Google the image online. You print it out. That that's what I do. I have it in my journal. Um, it's it's printed out. It's gunked to shit, but it's uh, it's still on here. I think I have like beet juice and coffee on it, <laughs> but, but it's perfect. Um, so you print it out, uh, and and this has really changed changed my life. I show up with more intention in my days. It's what's brought me here to you and, and our community. And I look back at what I wrote in 2019 and all of it's come true. So for example, I had wrote, I wanted to be more connected. And I just wrote that. I just want to be more connected. And not only did I become more connected with my friends and family, 
but with myself. And I didn't even think, I didn't even think that. Uh, being debt free, that has happened. And forgiving my father, while this is a work in progress, he's back in my life. Uh, so, so there is power in taking the time to write this stuff down. I think, you know, it's like a, you need a barometer, you know, to go back and look at how far have I come? I heard Blake Mikowski, you know, the founder of Tom's Shoes, and he has this great new, new venture called Made For, and he talked about his journaling practices and how he started at 15 And he has this room full of journals and all that he wrote down that he wanted for himself had come true. So there's power in taking the time to write this stuff down. So here's the process. Enough about me blabbing on and on. So first thing, this needs to be first thing in the morning, whatever morning looks like for you. And preferably before the rest of your household gets up, there is power in the stillness of the morning. Okay. So that's the first thing. Then the second thing is, uh, you want to start with a positive note from yesterday. So for me, um, I wrote down yesterday, it was the universe told me that I got you, got you girl. My husband and I were just talking about needing more income in our household and long and behold, Less than 24 hours later, the company I've worked for reinstated their incentives. Um, the other thing, how, how are you feeling that morning and why? So if you print out the Mel Robbins journal, you'll see on the, on the um, left-hand side, she has like a little gas gauge. And I love that. And you just circle where you are on the barometer and why you feel that way, anywhere from depleted to energized. And then you write down why. And there is power in getting that content out of your head first thing in the morning and getting it into paper. It, it, it's freeing, if you will. Then what's one thing that would energize you? So for me, this typically looks like any form of service. So today, it was sending this podcast to three people that I knew were having a hard time and needed to hear it. But it could be something as simple as, you know, Nancy did a great job giving that presentation yesterday at the all hands meeting. I'm going to drop her a note and say that was really good stuff. Or it could be, I am going to smile to the uh, security guard when I drop my child off at school. Or it could be, I'm going to take five minutes and ask the receptionist how her weekend was. Something as simple as that. Then what is one thing that would move you towards one of your dreams or goals? And it's something small. This doesn't need to be big stuff. So for me, it was spending 30 minutes tonight uh, just free writing for this podcast, things that are coming to my mind. It could also be, Taking, taking 30 minutes to start to write out the blog post or looking up how to do a blog post, spending 30 minutes on YouTube, understanding how to do a blog post or signing up to take the art class or logging off work 30 minutes earlier today and sitting outside with a book. 
And then what are you grateful for? I like to pick three things here. You don't need to. You can start very simple with one thing you're grateful for, but it has to be specific. So for instance, uh, it can't be, I'm grateful that I got a chance to talk to my mom and dad tonight. There's more power if you say, I feel very fortunate that I was able to have a conversation with my mother and father who are both here in my life. I got to feel connected to them both and they know that I love them and care about them. See how powerful just that different mind shift is? And then the last thing is, when will you log off work tonight? For me, I also added in there, when will I get off the screen? It's amazing when you set the intention in the AM, how your shit still gets done and you're able to clock off work at 530. You ever have a doctor's appointment at 330 and you're like, oh, I have all this shit to get done. Well, it still gets done. Same thing. If you set the intention that you're logging off at 530, all of your work will get done. And then also, too, I've set the screen time because I I hated feeling digitally distracted from my life at night after I was on a screen all day. So I set on my Apple iPhone, I don't know, what what do you call it, like the sleep timer? And it lets me know right at 8 o'clock, yo, girl, your time here is done today. And it's been really powerful because it mentally lets me know it's it's time to get get off the screen. I know I gave you a lot, a lot. And if you just look at the Mel Robbins, How to Have the Best Day Ever, that's a great starting point. But here's the the five-minute version and the non-negotiables. Okay, you ready? First thing in the morning, this needs to get done. The process starts the night before. Put the phone away from your bed. We've all heard this, but we have difficulty executing it. I got a little phone charger that goes right in the bathroom and boom, I'm forced to get out of bed when that alarm rings. I've removed the temptation to hit the snooze. Three, when the alarm rings, no snooze. Get your ass out of bed. You set that intention to yourself the night before that this was the time you were getting out of bed, so get up. Four, what's one thing that'll energize you? What's one service thing you can do today? whether that's smiling at one person, making eye contact with the cashier at Starbucks, um, dropping your colleague a note for the presentation they did yesterday. One thing of service, one thing that'll energize you. And then finally, what's one thing that you're going to make progress on today towards your goal and keep that promise to yourself? I'm telling you, this stuff works, y'all. And I ask of you to try it for one week. Start with the five-minute version and add on a little bit at a time, but try it for one week. And I would love to hear from you. What, what does this look like for you? What have you implemented? Drop me a message on Instagram at megan.b.miller or LinkedIn to share your stories. Thanks for being here, y'all. And, and thanks for showing up for you. Till next time.